0: Assalamualaikum, Reading Buddies! Welcome to the Reading Renown Podcast. I am your host, a certified bookworm. Kumusta kayo? September na, no? Finally, I was able to whip up an episode kasi naman. Medyo madami tayong inaasikaso in life. So, alhamdulillah for today. Before we start, nakapag-follow na ba kayo sa podcast natin? If not yet, please click the follow button in Spotify and on Apple Apple Podcast. Yes, for our iPhone users, you can also listen to us on your Apple Podcast app. And if it's not too much to ask, pa-5 five, five star na rin. And uh, please share this podcast to your friends and family. That's going to be a huge help to the podcast and of course to me para mas ma-inspire pa tayong gumawa ng beneficial episodes. Okay, so our topic for today, as requested by Sister Emma, a fellow MRANAU reader and also a mom to adorable triplets, mashallah, is how to encourage your children to read. So, how do we start them young? When we become parents, there's a natural urge to seek means to help our children grow into a productive members of the society someday. Ayo natin magpalakihan ng mga taong magiging pabigat sa lipunan, ba? So, of course, our all parents want their children to succeed in life. And one way of helping them is to raise them as readers. Readers who will become leaders. ba? So, maybe there's a good reason why those, uh, two words rhyme no so sabi nga ni auntie oprah it's the best foundation that we can give to our kids so pakinggan nga natin siya you are a great articulate and speak and command the english language in ways that other people cannot and people think you're a lot smarter than you are (laughs) lots of times because you're a great reader i would say it's the absolute greatest foundation you oh, can give your kids. That. Have That's you ever met a person for. who was a great reader when they were young who was not successful? Never, never. It is the absolute best foundation ever in life. So, it's the absolute best foundation ever, Sabini Oprah so studies have well documented the benefits of reading at every stage of a child's development so sabi sa isang article ng cleveland public library by the third trimester the baby's ears are ready to hear while the baby in utero hears what's going on outside the womb at about 10 decibels the rhythm melody and other language patterns that serve as the foundation of speech are actually crystal clear therefore prenatal reading is a wonderful way to kickstart healthy brain development. So, habang nasa chan pa lang si baby, makakatulong sa kanya ang pagbabasa nating mga mommy ng libro. So, mummies, if we want to raise a reader, we have to be a reader ourselves. We should enjoy reading activities aside from being a role model to our children. Kasi tayo yung unang nakakasalumuha ng mga anak natin. They pattern their behavior from us. So, Di ba, kayong mga may toddlers or preschoolers, di ba mga anak natin, ang hilig nilang ginagaya tayo. So, kailangan nakikita nila yon. If you want to raise them as readers, kailangan nakikita din nila na nagbabasa din tayo ng libro. So, sa mga mommies or moms-to-be na medyo at some point in their lives, put reading to the back seat. Now is the perfect time for you to pick up your favorite books and restart the habit. It is not just good for you, but for your tiny tots as well. So yan ang number one tip natin. Okay. Second tip for those with newborns or infants, read to them aloud. You can read anything actually, a cookbook, a parenting manual, your favorite novel. Basta at this age, the content doesn't matter. What does matter is the sound of your voice, the rhythm, or the melody of the words themselves. Research has shown that the number of words an infant is exposed to has a direct impact on language development and literacy. But, here's the catch. The language has to be live, in person, and directed at the child. So, dapat katabi mo yung anak mo at parang kinakausap mo siya. So, turning on the TV or even audiobooks do not count. Yan. Third tip is, Use your senses when you read to your child. Babies who are read to are learning that reading is fun and can involve all the senses. The feel of the pages, the smell of the book, the visuals of the uh, illustrations, the sound of the parent's voice. So, kaya diba may mga books for kids, particularly for infants, na may mga added texture. Meron yung may cloth books, merong may pinipindot, tapos may sound, especially books about animals, may mga pop-up books. Those texturized books are actually good for the child's tactile experience. yan. Fourth tip is, mind your audience. You have to make eye contact. Yung mga infants, akala mo lang hindi nakikinig yung mga yan, but their minds are actually absorbing the experience. Developing an eye contact with your infant also will help you notice kung developmental or behavioral problem yung baby. Most parents who have children with autism first notice that their children lack eye contact. So it was the first signal that something is wrong. Okay. Fifth tip for those with toddlers. For me, ito yung pinakamasayang stage ng reading with my kid kasi toddlers just take them all in. You don't need to worry then about the content because basta may illustrations, patok nga sa kanila. At this age, they take in vocabulary and language structure, numbers and math concepts, colors, shapes, animals, opposites, manners, and all kinds of useful information about how the world works. What's more, when you read out loud, your toddler connects books with the familiar, beloved sound of your voice and the physical closeness that reading together brings. So, when I read to my child, I make sure that I do animated voice, especially kapag may animal sounds. So, I even act the words out. So, hindi lang yung ano ko na nai-entertain, pati ako na-i-entertain ko din yung sarili ko. Tapos, hindi rin siya nababoard. Nakakatuwa nga kapag marunong na siya magsalita, like between two to three years old. Marunong na mag-comment, like sometimes my kid would say, that's not how the frog, uh, the frog sounds. Kasi ang tunog ko ng frog is, kukak, kukak. Samantalang yung nababasa niya is, ribbit, ribbit. So, bakit tao hindi ribbit? Bakit kukak? Kasi hindi na narinig yun. So, sinasabi ko na, Pilipino tayo, kaya kukak yung tunog ng frog sa Pilipinas. Ha! <laughs> So for preschoolers and grade schoolers, ibang level naman to. So this is when we are more concerned of the content of the books that they read na. So for my kid, we still have the typical fairy tales and Disney stories. But I also buy more textbook type of books for kids. So at home, we have the Youth Born Children's Encyclopedia. We have the DK series. Uh, meron kaming yung about the solar system, the space, and the human body. Um, uh, I also got the National Geographic Kids First Book of Wise. So, ang dami nilang natututunan dito. And you know, these books kasi they reinforce their learnings from school. So, kapag meron kang ganito sa bahay, tapos na-encounter nila yung concepts na yun sa school, it's not going to be their first time hearing about it. May foundation na, kumbaga. Tapos meron din kami yung Dr. Seuss books, um, and of course, Islamic books for kids. Meron kaming stories about the prophet, Quran stories for kids, and um, we also have the Rodal kids. So these are series of books about good conduct and proper etiquette. Like uh, meron yung I am kind, I am thankful, I am brave. So I got this from Jarir bookstore here in Saudi and also from Amazon. So recently, may mga Tagalog books din ako pinadala from Pinas. Our struggle kasi with this age group, yung mga preschoolers and grade schoolers, is that their attention is already divided by TV, playing, or for some, uh, actually mas madalas, gadgets. no? So, last choice na nila of uh, quote-unquote having fun yung reading. For me naman, what I do is, para hindi din naman sila ma-deprive, uh, what. And para they get the best of all worlds is I put a schedule to their activities And alam nila yon. For example, after school They're allowed to watch TV with supervision So, they're allowed to watch YouTube kids uh, Maganda yung YouTube kids Kasi sure kang pang kids lang talaga yung content Including yung ads Tapos, I also let them watch uh, Netflix kids yun. So, pero... Actually, kapag nakikita ko, I limit them to watching my uh, shows na gusto ko lang na mapanood nila. Like Omar and Hannah, yung Peekaboo Kids, yung may Dr. Binox. yon sobrang maganda yon yung Dr. Binox. I highly recommend that. Uh, Bluey, uh, National Geographic's Kids, and BBC Kids. So, sa Netflix, kapag, kapag minsan may mga documentary about the planet, uh, about the earth, or mga animals, ganyan. yon. Uh, I let them watch that too. Um, meron, meron din silang choices. Allow naman sila na, na ano, mag-choose ng ibang shows like Barbie or some superhero cartoons. But I prefer they watch yung mga nabanggit ko. Tapos, when TV time is over, they can either play or read. Or if they choose na mag-play muna, then they can read afterwards. Kahit na anong gusto nilang gawin, Basta, except screen time. So, dito sa bahay, ang screen option lang nila is TV. Wala silang sariling phone. So, sa bahay yun na, outside her house, hindi ko na alam. Because I know that at school, they have classmates who possess their own phones or iPads. So, one time, my kid told me that she discovered uh, how to play Roblox. And I was like, what? Ano, Roblox? You're not allowed to play that. Sabi niya, oh yeah, but uh, binanggit niya yung name ng classmate niya. She's playing it and I tried it and it's fun. And sabi ko, okay, but uh, don't do it during ano class time. Sabi niya, yeah, I know. alam Basta kinakausap mo lang naman yung anak mo and uh, sinasabi mo sa kanya kung ano yung mga uh, yung limitations niya. Okay? Kasi may konsensya din yan sila. Nagigilte din sila kapag alam nilang uh, ayaw mo yung nila so yun, outside our house wala na tayong control what's important is that inside our own home we can control what our child consumes so yung books they can choose whatever they li- they like um, I actually just keep the books lying uh, all around the house I don't want them, them naman uh, a box yung certain activities nila and reminder, we also need to respect our child's preferences. So, at this age, they actually surprise us with their independent tastes and opinions. And we should encourage them to express what they like about uh, their books. So, halimbawa, kapag nakita kong nagbabasa yung anak ko, tinatanong ko siya kung ano yung binabasa niya, what is it all about. Casual lang, hindi naman yung parang kailangan after niya magbasa, magre-report siya sa'yo. Hindi naman ganun. So... Uh, for example, natanungin ko, Oh, what are you reading about? Uh, what is Who is the character? Do you like her or do you like him, the character? Ano yung attitude niya? Ganyan. Is he good? Is he bad? Ganyan. So, nagkakaroon ng interaction kahit pa pan. Just casual, like habang nag-wawalis ka. Or, <laughs> Oo, parang hindi naman masyadong kabahan yung bata. Parang pag-usap lang kayo. Yun. So, after dinner, we do assignments. So, if you ask me if we still do bedtime reading, to be honest, not all moms can do this, ha. I still try, but not on a regular basis. But if you can, please do so. My child kasi, as I have mentioned, is a grade schooler. Malaki na siya. So, first page pa lang, madami na siyang tanong. And daming why. So, why did it happen? Why is that? Minsan pati yung title. Why, is the, why did the author think of writing that as the title? para? <laughs> hindi ko alam, anyway, so para magdi-discuss lang kami if magdi-bedtime reading magdi-discuss lang kami so mas lalong hindi siya makakatulog so for infants and toddlers naman ibang usapan naman yon bedtime reading is a must and yes, when my kids were infants and toddlers I make sure na uh, binabasahan ko sila before sila matulog kasi na-enjoy din nila yun. ngayon parang hindi na masyado make sure that the atmosphere is soothing and not rushed for those with infants and toddlers, and choose some of the many books that end, end with a peaceful going to uh, going to bed scene. Okay, so parang uh, kapag may rhythm then yung b- bosses mo para silang ano parang lullaby. So yun nakakatulog sila. Okay, sixth tip: make the books accessible to your kids. So don't put them in a bookshelf na hindi nila abot. In my house, I strategically put the children's books in the shelf below the TV. So when we turn off the TV, you know, una nilang makikita. So my kid is sometimes reason, reasoning out na maboboard daw siya if we turn off the TV. And I say, anong bored? Go get your books. <laughs> Just kidding. Walang bored-bored dito. <laughs> I don't know if nakwento ko to sa inyo or in my Instagram stories. But I actually started the habit of reading out of boredom. So when we were little, wala kaming TV sa bahay. Ayun ng parents ko na bilhan kami for the reason na ayun nila kaming ma-expose to whatever shows there are. So on weekends, kapag nauubos na lahat ng mga household chores at naiiwan ako na magbantay ng mga kapatid ko, I check out my father's bookshelf. So of course, na ano na entertain ako in that way kahit na yung ibang ano pang masyado nang mature yung mga concepts like textbook type. Uh, eventually, may mga nakita rin kasi Islam, Islamic books for kids dun sa bookshelf niya. So, yun yung mga una kong nabasa. yon. And of course, I mentioned previously uh, that my mom was a librarian. So, I have an access to multiple reading materials that the MSU Main Library has to offer. So, super grateful to MSU Main Library. Yeah. And finally, my last tip is, choose diverse books. Alam nyo, mga bata, they have very short attention span. So para hindi, lang sila mag, hindi sila magsawa. We try to diversify our books. So all children also need to see for themselves reflected in the picture books around them. For example, if you belong to an ethnic minority or you want to introduce your culture and traditions to your children, you may try to find children's books about it. So that's why I'm grateful that there are plenty of Islamic children's books these days. All children need to encounter books that Present the variety of cultural traditions and family structures that coexist in the community so in this way uh, this reduces confusion on their part and it allows them to have a sense of inclusivity this also brings awareness to them that they belong to a certain community okay so on that note shout out guy attorney hannah usman the newest author of sari sari storybooks featuring a tale called Jalal and the Lake Ayan, uh, manual clap na lang kasi wala tayong sound effects na nagka-clap okay, whoo, ganyan. Uh, so ang Sari Sari Story Books is a publishing company that publishes Filipino tales of kindness, courage, and magic and they promote bilingual books in Ivatan Sibuano, Chavacano, Waray and the latest edition is Maranao. Nakaka-excite, no? So, according dun sa Instagram page nila, check them out and follow them at SariSari Storybooks. It will be available in the Philippines on October 1 and in the US on November 10. So, you can check out their Instagram page for the details of the book launch um, nakaka-excite lang to think na mayroon ng storybooks ang ating mga anak in the Mrenow language that they can enjoy. Alhamdulillah. So, maybe slowly mawawala na yung days when we try to fit ourselves in western literature. Ngayon, meron na tayong sariling atin. And sana, dumami pa yung katulad nila who promote self-awareness and belongingness through literature. To wrap up this episode, I would like to thank everyone who listened to the previous episodes and most especially to those who gave me 5 stars on Spotify. Thank you so much. You can also listen to us and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It's going to be a huge help, you guys. And if you have comments and suggestions, please don't hesitate to send me a DM on Instagram at The Reading Renau or at Facebook Reading Renau. Wala nang the sa Facebook. Ayo nyang tanggapan as first name. So, if you think this episode has been helpful, please share this to your social media pages. And please do tag me. I am super grateful to all of you. Thank you for sparing your time. And I'll see you again in the next one, inshallah. Maasalama!